It's ghosticles time. It's ghosticles time. <laughs> it's we're really hungry getting to the ghosticles time. And all we could do was talk about cheeseburgers. So here is my usual day <laughs> with regards to food. I wake up at about, you know, we wake up at 9, 9.30, take the boys out, you know, and all that. And then uh, our our roommate slash helper, Devin, cooks breakfast for us, but it's a very healthy breakfast. It's just like eggs, no no frill, uh, some yogurt, you know. It's a good, it's a good breakfast. It's filling, but it's not, it's not, uh, it's nothing to, to have a fanfare over. But, and then for lunch, I usually just have like a protein, like cookie. Like they, they make these complete cookies, like they're like meal cookies. That sounds so yummy. They are delicious, but I mean, one is like 500 calories in that smoko. There's my lunch. Oh, but when, but when yeah. I'm done, I'm just kind of like, I want more. And I shouldn't have more because you, you shouldn't. But anyway, and then so I but just But I'm not emotionally out. satisfied. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. Exactly. <laughs> like, I have. It's filled me up, but it hasn't filled the hole in my soul. Within, within and, my soul, Yeah. So I just kind of wait until dinner, and then usually Devin makes us some, like, amazing fucking dinner. Like, he'll make usually chicken or—it's always chicken or fish, because we, we stick to right. those two meats. We do very little red meat. Uh, and every now and again, every now and again, we will reward ourselves with a burger. And burger. It's, it's rare enough that when I have a burger, it is like— <laughs> Like a man crawling through the desert who sees that oasis. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, it's, it's beef and cheese and a buttery bun. It's just crisp around the mm-hmm. edges. And I can't even mm-hmm. say it. I can't even say it without just uh, salivating. Pavlov's dog yeah. all the way. Yeah, that's the Friday. Fridays mm-hmm. are, mm. we have burgers. Burger It's kind of hit or miss during the week. But um, we've started getting up. Because uh, we wake up at 7. Uh, Jack has to go to work at 9. Jesus. So he has to be downstairs at his desk by 9 to work. Now, you might wonder, so why are you waking up, up at 7? get up two hours early. Like, what the fuck? Because we like to have breakfast together. And we also know it takes us about an hour to actually move. <laughs> <laughs> and so oh, we so you, have... you don't get yeah. up at 7. You wake up at we 7 up. and you get up. Yes, and eight. then we get up about eight. Um, <laughs> so, but we've started actually getting up around seven, seven thirty, and then we've gone on like a two mile walk, mm. and it has been so helpful. As hard as it has been to actually do it, it's been really helpful um, getting some energy in the day because it's all of a sudden I have way more energy. Jack feels the same way; he's more focused. So we we did that four times this week. I did it this morning and then I went and worked out <laughs> and so that was intense good for um, you though good, really for you. Sore, but good for you ding wow um, that was that was an intense uh, ding ding uh but anyway um uh, 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 it's been helpful. So, mm, mm. you know, if you're if you're running low on energy, I recommend just a, like a mile, two miles, something like that outside. It's weird. Healing. It's, it's weird how the body is like it's when you're when you're feeling low, when you feel like your batteries need recharging and you don't want to do anything. It's funny. Just doing the thing you don't want to do will give you energy. Yeah. It's yeah, so it's, it's so true. strange. I'm like, oh, I don't have the energy to fucking walk. But if you actually walk, you'll suddenly have energy. It's so yeah. I, I've started walking again because we've got when the the weather's been cooling off a little bit down here. Yeah. And we've had like a lot of cloud cover the past few days. So I'm like, oh, it's a nice time to go walk. So I'll go walk for a couple miles. Um, yeah. You know, which is uh, 
it, I used to do it all the time. I used to walk for like mm-hmm. nine miles a day back when I lived near this nature reserve, and it was really lovely. And I haven't had that in a few years, but now I'm starting like I'll just walk through the city and it'll be great. Uh, it's nice because no one's out. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's so kind it's of like our one thing. thing. I'm like, oh, well, you know, and feels we have, a little like 28 we'll days later, this, but it's nice. Yeah, we see the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, crossing attendants and they're all like hi (laughs) because you see the same people and even though we're on the other side of the street and we're nowhere near each other it's like hello hi hi other person hi i've seen you two days you're my new best friend hello blue mask (laughs) hello gold mask yes people are starting to hit me up on twitter about like uh you know divining their personality from their mask and i love that please oh nice please do more do more i got this so far I've been right every time. Just saying. Oh, nice. Shocking. Nice. I'm shocking that I would be right, but it just, ha- you know, it, sometimes you just have to suspend your disbelief. Anyway. Yeah. Shall Let's I? Let's do stories. <laughs> Let's do stories. <laughs> Here's the thing. We had to record a little bit later than usual today. We did. We did. And um, it just <clears throat> so happened that we did it right before Jack ordered dinner for us. So <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get started so, so that my food's still warm. If, our, if our tongues feel a little heavy and just if there's a lot of drool, uh, you understand why. Yeah. Uh, so our, our first story comes from uh, Jenny. Is it Yay, Jenny or Jenny. G- is it Jenny? It's not Jeannie, right? I want to say Jeannie, but Jenny, it's Jenny. Jenny, Jenny Brass. Okay. Jenny Brass. Yes. Okay, good. I'm, I'm making sure. I'm somehow self-conscious about it all of a sudden. Greetings, says Jenny, again. Uh, it was so great seeing you two and chatting uh, anime at the Galaxy Con last fall. Oh, a whole lifetime ago. My husband <laughs> and I... Do you remember when we left the house? That was <laughs> do, you re- do you remember cons? Um, <laughs> my husband and I have had so much fun picking out your voice acting in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Ghoul Intentions panel uh, and the What the Fuck 2020. Uh, why, or What the Fuck 2020. Why you got to screw up the encore? I know, True. right? Fucking 2020. Uh, anyway, I've written before, uh, throwback to episode five, patient one. And then, that was a good one. Uh, right, that was, was a real good one. And then, can't remember That was the, the one number. with the dog. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. You and read then, that one. It's so good. Uh, massive hysteria following the panel detailing the Gold Star Bridge in Connecticut, which featured into the orb story my oldest brother told you guys at the panel. I remember that. That was a good story. Uh, yeah. Anywho, long story short, too late. Huh? Good clue reference. Thank you. God, I'm a writer. What do you expect? I like words. <laughs> you guys asked for crazy funeral stories. Oh, yes. I yes. love, I love that they've already started going. Oh, I got crazy funeral stories. Here you go, bitches. Uh, not ghostly, but I still find it amusing. Let's call it the not so fun at not Finnegan's Wake. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course it's not Finnegan's Wake, or this would all just be like blah 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 because that's Finnegan's Wake, all five hundred and fucking twenty pages of it. Anyway, quite a few years ago, uh, now my father passed away, expectedly of a lengthy illness. Oh, sorry to hear that. Uh, honestly, we had several years knowing this was coming. Procedures brought us some quality time, a year of it, so we had time. And Dad even planned his funeral, picking the readings, the music, and things for his wake. This is a blessing that not everyone has. Oh, isn't so that the true. truth? Now. You have to know my dad. He was a submariner in the Navy for 21 years before retiring. Thus, why I was in Connecticut for so long. Dad was well-traveled, a man of the world, and very proud of his heritage. Dad loved Scottish and Irish stuff. He was a Guinness drinker, and uh, <laughs> they let him have it in the hospital. Nice hospital. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and in the last years of his life, my largely tone-deaf dad tried to learn how to play bagpipes. Oh. <laughs> 
I feel like bagpipes is your instrument if you're tone deaf. Um, That's true. <laughs> Does that sound right? Sure. Good job. <laughs> It always makes me think of So I Married an Axe Murderer, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a great movie. And, yeah. yeah. Bagpipes always make me think of those chickens, the little rubber chickens that they're like, ah! It's basically basically a little armory of those, a brace of those in a plaid sack. Uh, Mm. Don't cringe, says Jenny. He was shockingly better than what we imagined. (laughs) Dad was, well, the bar is pretty low. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dad was the life of the party, telling tall tales and making people laugh, always with a smile, except when hanging Christmas lights. <laughs> <laughs> I like your dad. I just do. Yeah. Um, then the cursing came out, but that's a different horror story. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing Dad wanted was a bunch of people at his wake moping around. One of his favorite songs was Finnegan's Wake. So... We three kids put together the soundtrack from his selections for the wake in a, uh, in agreement with the funeral home. On the day of the wake, we uh, brought in the thumb drive and uh, uh, and threw in the speakers. Uh, excuse me, wait, wait, I'm saying this wrong. One day at the, uh, the wake, we brought in the thumb drive and through the speakers it came. There it is. There's the read. Yes. <laughs> I'm an actor. They played the music. Um, yes. Uh, selections from Gaelic Storm, uh, a rip-roaring party band we actually met along with Dad and hung out every time they came to the local Irish festival, and, of course, Finnegan's nice. Wake from Dad's disc collection. Now, I should hasten here to say that when I was referring Finnegan's Wake as being gibberish, I'm talking about the book by uh, James Joyce, not the music. Right. The music is lovely. The book... <laughs> Is difficult. Um, it's, <laughs> it's the kind of thing you want to read uh, may, maybe instead of going to a funeral, but only maybe. Okay, all right. <clears throat> Family and friends were all agreeing this was Dad's soundtrack. He wanted us to remember the good times when he was laughing, telling his outlandish stories, smiling, not dwelling on those last tougher months. We retold those same big fish stories we'd heard a hundred times to the rollicking tunes until we didn't. We realized quite suddenly that the music had been replaced by dour, stereotypical funeral music. Bloody frickin' dirges. Well, Uh. we knew where the computer was, and like Dad, we were not shy. We started the proper music again. (laughs) <laughs> this went back and forth several times until, like a D&D mission, my brothers and I watched from cover. I love that. The sour-faced woman who reminded me of a troll stormed up to it and changed the music. We recognized her as staff from the home. No sooner had she walked a short distance than we returned and reset it. My brother loudly told our funeral director that Dad would be peeved if he went out to a dirge. The battle of the funeral music ended. <laughs> And we got our dad appropriate soundtrack before the night is over for the rest of the time. Added bonus, we got to see the door close as the lady was lectured in the office. Oh. Ha ha. Fuck <laughs> her like, for thinking she knew like, better what kind of music. What? Phyllis, this isn't even your re- fucking relative. Stop. Oh, You're not a DJ. God. God damn it's it, Phyllis. not about you. <laughs> right? Uh, Dad was a spirited man. He wanted to jig out of this life, and damn it, we were going to make sure that happened. Stay Good spooky, and I hope uh, and I hope one day this God-be-damned plague will let us get back to coming, uh, to conning again. Uh, wait a sec. That didn't come out right. It, it really, it really <laughs> 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 I was more in tune to your intentions than I realized, Jenny. Hello. Uh, going to conventions again. Ah, yay, that. Till then, 
Great to hear you. Oh, Jenny, thank you. That's such a great story. I knew there were good funeral stories out there. I will drink Uh, a Guinness or five to your father just for that story. Uh, I can just I can just picture him. I can just see him. I can see him. It's like he's right here in front of me going, "Ah, ah, ah, that that happened. That's a thing. Oh my gosh. I I just like it I can't imagine what this old woman's thoughts process were that she had the right to change the music that the family wanted. Whoa, ah, she people. probably just she probably just thought, well, that's not what their dad wanted. He would want something dignified, bitch. It's not appropriate. Phyllis, her you name's Phyllis. In my movie, her name's Phyllis. Phyllis, and she's just she's a fucking stick. The, in the bud. worst. And I'm not saying that I hope when she dies, someone plays like ACDC. But it would be funny. It would be funny. <laughs> okay, next we have Deanna. Hello, Hello, wonderful people. It's Deanna again from back in Ghosticle 6. I was the one at work who heard running footsteps outside my office. Now that I have finally finished my doctorate, yay, congratulations, Mm -hmm. I have time to submit again. So I have two short family stories for you. First, this one is from my mother, Linda. My mom is in the early stages of Alzheimer's, so I decided I wanted to type up as many of her stories and memories as I could. Great idea. One afternoon, we were doing just that as we were sitting in my parents' kitchen. She talked and I typed. Somehow, the conversation hit a lull, and I suddenly asked if she believed in ghosts. We had never talked about it, and since my siblings and I believe, I wanted to hear her thoughts. She looked at me very seriously and replied, I've seen one. I'm sure my face must have shown my surprise, and she excitedly started her brief tale. For a bit of background, my maternal grandmother passed away while I was working on my bachelor's degree. Years later, as I was working on my master's, my mother was diagnosed with cancer and had to have surgery. My Mm. siblings and I lived far away from our parents at this point, so it was just my mom and dad at home. My mom was struggling to deal with her diagnosis and upcoming surgery. She was feeling especially anxious one night as they sat down to dinner. Just as she had sat down out of the corner of her eye, she saw her mom walking from the kitchen sink towards the front hall. Mm. My mom told me that my grandmother wasn't transparent. She looked solid and real as anything. My mom said she didn't start to stand up thinking, there goes mom. My mom said she started to stand up thinking, there goes my mom. My father, definitely not a believer, noticed her start to stand up and said, what's wrong? My mom shook her head and said nothing and sat back down. She told me it was a comforting feeling knowing her mom was watching out for her, but also disappointing she wanted to talk to her. Grandma vanished before my mom looked back. For my second tale, you said on Twitter you wanted to hear about the Serbian boogeyman known as the Bok. Yes. The little bit I know was told to me by my great aunt Darinka, known as Dottie in the U.S., during college, I came home for, uh, for Slava one year, a Serbian Orthodox holiday. At Slava, I was ch- chatting with Aunt Dottie about some older family history. That's when she told me about her father, my great-grandfather Pavel's Paul's experience as a child back in Serbia. The Bok is a demonic-looking creature, but is said to change appearance to match its victim's greatest fear. It lives in dark places like caves and abandoned buildings. It is actually said that it is either afraid of light or that light can hurt it. The Bok hides in darkness until a victim carelessly enters its domain. The Bok then devours its prey unless you can shine a light on it. Mm. Back in the 1890s, when my great-grandfather was about 12... He was late starting for home after working for the day. Yes, at 12 years old. 
different times for sure. Yeah. He had lingered after work to play with some of the other boys. When he finally began his trek up the mountain to his house, the sun was setting enough that the valley was cast in shadow. His parents and uncle had always warned him about the Bach and made him carry a lantern to work each day. Hmm. But he was at that age where he just figured it was their way to scare him into heading straight home after work. He wasn't worried about a Bach, but he was getting worried about thieves attacking him and taking his day's pay. As Hmm. you are likely expecting, he began hearing noises in the trees and bushes along the path. I was expecting that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Believing that there really were thieves stalking him, he put out the lantern to make his location harder to spot in the dark woods. Uh, He also decided to cut through the trees to have more places to hide than on the well-worn path. The noises seemed to still be following him, so he started to walk faster and faster until he took off in a full run. He felt at any moment the thieves would catch up and grab him and ran through the bushes, tearing his pants and scraping up his legs. When his house was finally in sight, he ran up to the stoop where his uncle Eli was sitting drinking tea. Seeing his nephew running out of breath and a disheveled mess, Eli stood up in alarm asking what was wrong. Paul turned to the point at the woods to indicate where he thought the thieves were now hiding. But instead of human outlines, he saw something that made he and his uncle run into the well-lit house. At the edge of the tree line, they both could make out the outline of long, curving horns on a large head with glowing red eyes. Oh, no. No. (laughs) No. Yeah. It's in the forest. So, I mean, are are we surprised? (laughs) (sighs) So scary. Okay, my Aunt Dottie told me that no one in the family ever walked at night without brightly lit lanterns ever again. Being spotted by thieves was better than extinguishing one's only defense against a monster. So those are my stories for this time. I hope you enjoyed them. We did. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I have an experience from my college days in the infamous Albert Taylor Theater in <gasps> Illinois, but I will save that for another time. Oh, Send you! It oh, please, 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 um, please. Peace, love, and health to you, your families, and your doggies, Deanna, Dr. Angel Bean, Thank and Fantastic Patrons. Thank Chats, you, Deanna, Dr. Angel Bean. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, what a great <sighs> story. I, man, oh, I love God. it. I love it when folklore meets personal experience. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite, one of my favorite things. Oh, God, it was so good. So good. So good. Hey, guys, we're here to talk to you about our Patreon. Yay! Um, if you love the show, we would love your support. We are trying um, to stay away from commercials and other things that might interrupt you, except for this interruption right here. Which is um, still just, you're getting more of us, so what are you complaining right. about? Yeah, yeah, but just to encourage those of you who have been so supportive, um, if you would like to help us financially, we would appreciate your patronage. We and you can would. do that at patreon.com slash intentions, or just uh, search Patreon and Ghoul Intentions. It'll come up. It's also on the cover um, or on the front of our um, Ghoul Intentions website, which is ghoulintentions.com. It's yes. pretty easy to find. Um, we have several different tiers. You can donate anything from a dollar to $20. Mm-hmm. Um, at $8, you can join the Discord, and the Discord is a really good community. They're playing D&D on oh, there. They've got so much fun. lots of chats and support groups and all it's kinds really of stuff. Cool. It's a really, really fun community. And we also will do chats with you guys twice yes. a month. So for everybody that's on Discord, our chats this month in September of 2020 will be on the 12th 
And that will be at noon Central, Central Standard, Standard Time. Central Standard Time, so noon Texas time. That's right. And then, uh, I love that, Central Standard. It's Texas time. That's such a Texas <laughs> thing to say. Uh, and then for our Phantasm tier, the highest tier, we have an additional uh, chat with y'all. And that will be on the 26th at noon as well. Now, those are both Saturdays, so hopefully that'll accommodate uh, our friends overseas who who have very different schedules, obviously. And uh, yeah, please join, because we love talking to you guys. It's really a lot of fun. It's just, we love the interaction. Jamie and I are talkers, you may have noticed. And so getting to talk to you guys, you know, in in a chat setting is really kind of cool and fun. So join us. Join us. Yeah. And thank you so much for supporting the podcast. The Patreon actually helps us not only um, get pay Matt <laughs> to yeah, who is worth his engineer. weight in gold rest he assured he sure is but we also if we are going to go places and host any kind of ghost tours we are definitely going to need uh, uh, some more income for that so yep. Uh, yep. anything that you guys can do we really really appreciate um, join the Patreon thank you guys for all your support love you mwah um, alright next story comes from Penelope I've always loved Penelope. that name that's a good name. Uh, my daughter got me listening to your guys' podcast. I submitted and Michael read my story. I did. You're welcome. <laughs> no, thank you for submitting it, actually. Thank you for submitting this one. Uh, well, here's another one from a job I used to work. Uh, it was a pizza place. Uh, this uh, Now, this store had a basement. My daughter said to say, fuck a basement. <laughs> Right she is. Uh, This basement was a meeting room as well as a storage room. Uh, We had to go look for pans. If you know anything about fast food, the owner slash higher-ups can never make up their mind about what equipment to use. So these pans... that's any business. (laughs) It's true, but... We're going to use this type of... Oh, it's, you know, whatever. But it's, but it's particularly true of food service, QSR. We call them yeah. QSRs, quick service restaurants. Oh, mm. fucking shit. It's such a shit show. Like, well, we know the bag should look like this, but with the straw, it should be like this. And you're like, motherfucker, how about you worry about the, like, chicken you're cooking? Anyway, um, <laughs> so these pans had been in, uh, uh, had been down in the basement storage for about a year. Anyway, we go, uh, we go through about half of the meeting room to the storage door. In the meeting room, there were long tables and a figure eight with chairs around the outside of the tables. We started going through dusty computer equipment and other random items in storage to find the pans. We'd been there for about 10 to 20 minutes when we heard a groan and a muffled scream. Ah! Oh, I'm sorry. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny. I like... I. I wish that it hadn't been a different order. Like, if it was a muffled scream followed by a groan, it's somehow Ugh. funnier. Like, think about it for a second. If it's like, ah, if it's like, mm, ah, it's not as funny as, ah, followed by, ugh. <laughs> Makes it sound like there are two ghosts together and that one of them's right. like, and one of them's like, Phyllis, god damn it. Um, <laughs> you got to change the music at funerals and you got to fucking scream. Anyway, so my manager looked out the door and then she was just gone. She was up the steps before I even turned around. That <laughs> leadership. I walked right. out to see all the this tables. This is the direction to go right now. Bye. I'm gonna lead by example. Fuck a bunch of this. Uh, I walked out to see all the tables stacked up against the far wall. Most of the chairs were stacked on the tables, but a few were randomly scattered around the room. I was like, okay and went back to look for the pans. I found a good armful, and as I was walking back upstairs, I turned to the basement and said something like, cool, have fun now. (laughs) I like your style. I love that we have, like, the fuck a forest and fuck a basement. 
<laughs> and now, <laughs> and now, cool. Have fun now. Uh, cool. I got, have fun now. I got back up to the floor level and had three people and the manager all staring at me. They were all talking at once. Had they been taking bets as to whether or not you'd survive the basement? Some asked yeah. why I stayed down there that long. If if I was all right, and a bunch of <laughs> and a bunch of fucks and dams by the manager. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know it was a ghost. I explained to them I'm a pagan and have done exorcisms before. Exorcisms before the ghost uh, doesn't seem like a threat, so I'm good. The next day, I, <laughs> it's a great it's attitude. Like, it's, just, it's fine. The ghost is just hanging out in the basement with all the pans. Let it be. Yeah. The next day, I had to check to see what the basement looked like. The tables and chairs were all back to the figure eight shape. After I was uh, transferred to a different store, I was told things kept disappearing and ending up someplace else. Pizza screens went flying at one employee and windows spontaneously broke. The windows were three-paned, too, by the way, but uh, only the inside pane of glass would break. That's fucked Ooh, up. Ooh, that's weird. That is very weird. Uh, it happened in about three to uh, three different windows. Interestingly, after the guy who got the pizza screens thrown at him left, all the activity seemed to calm down. Wow. Hmm. I wonder what was going on with him. Problem employee. Uh, thanks Ooh. for doing what you guys do. My daughter said, say spooky and healthy. Oh, thank you. Well, Yay. tell your daughter that we thank you, that we thank her that she got you into the show. Yes, that's right. I agree. Last, but, you know, not least. Of course like, not. Do I say that every time? I think it for sure. Because anytime I think last, I think, but not least. Except when it is least. And then I'm like, last and also least. But I don't say that out loud. <laughs> this is not one of those situations, though. <laughs> last and let's hopefully, let's hope not least. Yeah. No, it's no. not. No. You do say um, it a lot, but it's it's a good, it's a good phrase. It's a good phrase. Yeah. It's, it's just polite. Yeah. It's just good manners. It is. It is. It's, uh, this is an update, too. Oh, yes. So, hi again. This is Jen. Ah, you read my story. <laughs> hi, Holy Jen. shit, I'm screaming <laughs> and crying. I oh. hope you both and your families are doing well and are healthy. Oh, thank you. I had to type this up right the fuck now because I just played the podcast for my mom. She loved it and immediately began to ponder over what song was oh. playing in the basement. You'll remember the we were like, what was thing, the song? Right? Yeah, the Aerosmith song. Um, she started searching through Aerosmith videos on YouTube and about after 10 minutes came across the song Angel. By the first uh, chorus, she knew it was that song. Oh, it's a good song. So, but, oh. we checked. I know. This is good. So, and so for those of you, her uncle, they believe her uncle is present in the house and there was some music turned on and they kept turning it off and it just kept yeah. turning back on. He, until loved, finally, he loved Aerosmith and this one particular song Aerosmith. kept playing yeah. even though the stereo was unplugged. Yes, yes. Yep. So, um, it's in our last Ghosticles, I think, the most recent one. Yeah. So, uh, we checked the release year of the song just to make sure it was something he would have listened to. The song was released in 1987 which was the year I was born. Aww. I had said my uncle's spirit had, has always felt protective to me. This is why. I was supposed to have been born in February 1988. Instead, thanks to Mother Nature, I was born in November of 1987. I spent about 11 weeks in the NICU. The day after I came home, my uncle was at my parents' apartment's door. 
Without even a hello when my mom answered the door, he walked in and said, where is my niece? Let me have her. <laughs> he was the first to come visit me after I was released from the hospital. He had also gifted me a pink elephant when I was born. It still sits on my bed today. Oh, I love it. I hope this wasn't too long. I just needed to tell you what happened after my mom listened to the podcast. Oh, Enjoy the rest so of your week good. and stay spooky. Thank Jen. you, Jen. I love that we have so we sweet. have a specific song now. That's good. Yes. That's, Angel is a damn good song. So your uncle it had... It is a good song. Your, your uncle had really good taste. Yes. Um, Aw, sweet. Oh, that's so Yay. sweet. You guys are the good best. Job. Good Good submissions good. this week. Everyone, you did great. Pat yourselves great on the work. back. Great work. Keep it up. Send us more of your stories. We want more funeral stories. That, that was hilarious. <laughs> Those are great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And thank you to our uh, uh, patrons as well on Patreon. Yes, always. Uh, um, stay safe. Stay sane. And remember, it's, it's okay, okay to, to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on.